Episode 40, bro. Not bad. We got to 40. That's unbelievable. That's four sets of 10. Four sets of 10. How's that going to happen, bro? You wouldn't even – I wouldn't have even thought about doing a podcast, getting to 40 episodes. That means 40 dedication sitting in the double brick garage, bro. Welcome to the Distap Podcast with your cousin, Vlad. See how I said your cousin? That's right. It is your cousin, Vlad. Bro, this week has been out of control. It's the 28th of uh, May, Friday night. I don't know when I'm going to put this up. Editing this, that. Might be tonight. Might be tomorrow. Who knows? Who cares? That's what happens when you're when you're out here, entrepreneur like Gary Canavie. I had my son's christening this week. I've been surfing, hit the reef. I've been having problems with my back neighbor. I've been watching TikTok. I've been reading the news. And uh, what else has happened, bro? I, my son smacked his head into a into a piece of plastic this morning and basically had to go to a hospital. So there's a lot to talk about this week, bro. But it was a good week. It started off on a Sunday at my son's christening. Now, I don't know what we start this week on a Sunday. It should be a Monday. But I'm not here to change culture and traditions and whatever, calendars, whatever you want to call it. Sunday, we had my son's christening. Now, I did a little video about my uncle, Borche. That did this. Ah, oh, the missus is calling for fucks. It's unbelievable, bro. She just the missus just knows, bro. When I'm busy, like just at that time, when to call. She calls exactly when I'm busy, bro. It's unbelievable. Anyway, so start off on Sunday. Now Sunday morning, you've got like I've got video. This is a proper wog christening wedding. I was gonna say christening. So that's just a, a tear down from a wedding. You got to get videographers filming you putting Rexona on. Like I've got a videographer in there, I'm putting Roll-On on. He's, I'm putting Dolce & Gabbana sprays on, tss, tss, mist. He wants to get the mist in slow-mo hitting my skin, hitting my neck, hitting my jugular. Like I'm like, bro, just film my son, bro. He goes, no, no, context, bro, this, that. I'll put you tying up your laces on your Dr. Martin's. Uh, uh, listen, don't tie up shit. Just film my son. That's the star of the show. Yeah, but get you zipping up the missus dress, this, that. I, go, I was unzipping it an hour ago, bro. Threw her over the couch while the kids were in the bath. Doesn't matter. Anyway, so that's a different story. <laughs> so uh, I'll go for a run in the morning. I go to the missus. I need to go for a run if you want me to survive this day with 150 wogs jam packed into a – reception hall eating beef ragu and uh, pork neck, you need me to get ready, all right, because I need to be able to handle a lot of kisses, possible COVID infections, um, possible flu infiltrations, this, that, which is true because my mum got the flu, my daughter got the flu, my son got the flu, everyone got the flu, I didn't get the flu. Immune system on horse, bro. I don't don't get the flu like that, sucking back zinc like some surfer, bro. So anyway, I went for a run, hit the river, licked up, got my usual morning kind of, what do you call it, sweat out, whatever you want to call it, lone wolf licking rivers in the forest. And then I came home, I couldn't stop sweating, bro. I don't know why, whether my missus had the 30 degree air conditioning on the house, but I couldn't stop sweating. And I put a baby blue shirt on, I made it dark blue. By the time I put it on, I go, this is the worst decision I've ever made to wear a baby blue shirt on a day that I'm going be dancing and celebrating, but I did it, 
And um, then we went to church. The church, the priest is praying, crying, spitting. Who knows what they're doing? My my godfather had to <laughs> spit on the floor, step on the spit. There was a whole bunch of rituals. My son got dunked into the water with his huge schlong and started uh, crying. I go, nah, because my daughter was crying. I was embarrassed about that time. That was 2018. I was embarrassed. Like she's losing her. And I'm like, don't cry, man. Don't embarrass me like this, bro. But this time I was like, yo, I don't give a shit. Cry, bro. So my son, he jumped, tucked himself into 30 centimeters of water. He started crying. The whole bit, I was like, whatever, bro. I was happy. I was happy on Sunday for my son's christening. So we did the church. The priest baptized him. It was like when Jesus was dunked into the water. That's what the whole, uh, what is it called? It's not signification. It's like a whatever you call it. I don't understand. I can't remember it. But it's you dunk him in the water. It's like when Jesus was baptized by John with the Ford. No, John, not John with the Ford. John the Baptist. He was baptizing people. That's it became his name. His name probably was John with the Ford before that. But he turned around, sold the Ford. And he goes, get in the river. I've, I've learned from my mistakes and I'm going to have to baptize people here for, for the heavenly father above. And then Jesus comes there. Like Jesus is rolling up basically in a Ferrari or a Bugatti. But John with the Ford goes, what are you doing here? And he goes, coming out, baptized, this, that. He goes, no, nah, you don't need to be baptized. You're like the king. He goes, don't worry, bro. I'm not smug. Like these people wearing a Gucci strap on those handbags at Ivy Pool, but he's got his mum's Westpac debit card and he's shouting his mates around the drinks. He'll deal with the problems of his mother tomorrow. I'm out here to, you know, forgive my sins. So that's the whole thing that they're doing. So they dunk my son and he starts crying. In my head I'm thinking, what sins has this guy done? Like, I mean, he shit his pants, he shat on the carpet, he's vomited on me, he spoke to me in the eyes. He spoke to his sister in the eye. He spoke to his mum in the eye. Like I'm thinking there's five sins at total. If you dunk me, oh, that's it. That's why you don't play with God, bro. That's why you don't play with God because God made me spill my, my drink over. That's it. And I went all over the laptop, which could have just totally baptised my computer. There's probably a million sins in that. So anyway, he dunks him in there, bro, and we're all watching their – like he's crying, we're dancing around, we're singing the hymns, this, that. They put a little cross on him. Well, I'm celebratory, bro. I'm like happy. I'm like, right, he's on the path now. Christianity, that, this, that, that's where we're from, bro. From my area, we're Orthodox. So, I mean, it'd be nice to know a little bit more about the history of Orthodoxy, but like I'm kind of surface level. Like I understand what to do. Don't lie, don't cheat, don't be smug, don't buy a Ford, go Audi, this, that. So I'm following the line anyway, but we finished there and my missus planned that mad. She goes, we're going to have a, like an hour and a half intermission and then we're going to go to the venue. So we went home. My son had a sleep. My daughter had a sleep. I went left straight after, only after church. I'm not going to go before church. I'm not a heathen. So went after church, went left. And then we got dressed, rechanged shirts, this, that, because when the people see you at church, you're dressed to the nines. 
But when we go to the reception, you're dressed in a tens, bro. Like, it's you're really coming out super styling, you know, because you really want to impress your second cousin that you haven't seen for two and a half years straight. You only seen him at the last christening. So we went to the reception hall and we turned it on, bro. It was lit as from the start to the end. Like, we started drinking, Glenford H, Coronas, Peronis, the whole beer, everyone was celebrating, partying, clarinets, saxophones. It was a crazy event, bro. Like we did push it a little bit far, I'll be honest. Like I started singing on the microphone. I took it off the singer. I don't know the lyrics, but I know the melody. I just started making up words. People are slapping $50 on my head. I go, don't give it to me, give it to the, the, the people that are making music. They go, oh, they're slapping it on my huge forehead. I'm dancing, I split my pants, but no one could see that, like I had undies on. And yeah, just we just had a cracker day, bro. It was simple as that. We celebrated my son's christening, the life of my son. I love that kid. And uh, today he smacked his head into a piece of plastic and cut his eye open. So, I mean, you know, swings and roundabouts, as the English people say. Can't have it all, bro. Bruce Super Convenience. Bro, I'm just watching Bruce Super Convenience's store right now. This guy's like a chocolate factory. Let's just call him Willy Wonka, bro, because Willy Wonka was the best movie when I was growing up. Oh, here he is in the background. What was it? Uh, Veronica Salt, I think her name was. She was too hungry. She threw herself in the river of chocolate and drowned. But I hope Dan doesn't do that, bro, because the amount of chocolate he's ingesting, sipping back little lattes in the morning and eating chocolates, bro. That's who you want to get your snacks off, bro. Bruce Super C, I told you. This week they've got Dame, D-A-I-M. I'm not sure whether that's some German or Swedish or Finnish or who knows where they're from, but you're going to finish the chocolate if you buy it, that's for sure. Dame Caramel Latte. Look, what else we got this week? Kit Kat Brownie, Kit Kat Choco Pudding, Tempting Truffle. You don't get this stuff from Woolies, bro. What you get from Woolies is a headache from the bright fluorescent lights that they've got on there at all hours, like some junky bathroom that they don't allow people to go in there in King's Cross. You want to go into Bruce Super Convenience, brucesuper.com.au, the US food specialist slash number one Aussie snack plug. I'm having a look at their stuff online, bro. They've got Lotus, and everyone knows that those little Lotus biscuits are the best thing ever. You have two of those things with a little strong piccolo latte, like my brother-in-law gets double shot espresso in the morning. It's like 40 mils of coffee. The moment he puts it in his mouth, it gets stuck in his teeth anyway. I don't even know where that coffee goes. It dissolves in his in under his tongue, like those those Listerine those Listerine strips. But if you throw a little lotus milk chocolate latte under there, you're gonna lose it. Bruce Super Convenience, Ferrero, Rocher Moments. Bro, I'm just going through the stories. You've got to follow them on Instagram because that's where all the special stuff comes out. Plus, Dan throws in constant giveaways when you say Vlad. Make sure you say the, the word Vlad or the Vlad hookup or just put there Vlad, bro. Like you get freebies nonstop. We've got some orders this week. We're pretty pumped up that the Vladiators are starting to – if you want to get some mad left-field chocolates that you can't get over here, chocolates, snacks, biscuits, this, that, Europe, America, Canada, Iceland – Spain, wherever, bro, Portugal, you're going to go onto their website and have a look at some of the weirdo stuff. He had some some Nesquik, wake up your milk stuff. Like I've never seen this stuff in my life. When you go to Woolies, you get Milo, Nesquik, 
and then dairy milk, bro, with hazelnuts and an almond one. This is shit compared to what these guys have got. So brucesuper.com.au. On Instagram, it's at brucesuperc, C for chocolate. Throw it in there. Make sure you put Vlad. These guys are booming at the moment. This guy is constantly in his warehouse eating chocolates and sending out chocolates. I mean, order it before he eats them all. Bruce Super Convenience. Let's go. The market is booming, bro. I've sold everything that I've listed. Lister, seller. Lister, seller. Within two, three weeks, except for that one in Blakers that I couldn't give away, bro, but finally it got sold. What you need to do, bro, is hit up that Orange Legal Group to do all your paperwork, all your conveyancing, all your financials, and all your tax returns. All under the one house, bro. This, that sponsors, bro. Orangelegalgroup.com.au. There's lawyers. They do the property law stuff, which is conveyancing. Very cost effective, bro. You don't want to get a lawyer doing your stuff because he's going to destroy you with cash. But this guy is a lawyer doing conveyancing, which is like an Audi motor, you know, Toyota Camry. And you go, bro, that's, that's what I want if I'm on that budget. I'm going Audi, but it doesn't matter. Most people out there want the same performance. Whatever, bro. Chartered accountant, mortgage broker, Mooney Ponds in Victoria. They service the whole of Victoria, bro. You don't even need to go into the office. Just email him what you need done. And you go, bro, Vlad sent me. They're going to hook you up. Simple as that. The moment you say Vlad sent me, you're going to give even more of a hookup than they're already doing. They're going to give free, what do they call it? Contract reviews. So that's what you need. Check out the land. Make sure there's no caveats on it. Make sure there's no stormwaters underneath the house that I can't build after I buy the property and it's too late when you go to auction when some guy like Tom Panos is waving a, a newspaper rolled up around and he goes, am I going to go? Am I going to go? Sold! And you go, fuck! I can't build even a granny flat on this thing. Sorry, bro, you bought on top of the Pacific Ocean that's running underneath your house, but if you hit the Orange Legal Group up, they're going to look at that and they go, don't buy that, bro. Seriously, leave it to someone else that doesn't want to build because you're going to get yourself, your ass done in. Free contract reviews for anyone that's looking to sign a contract, but make sure you mention Vlad. Free assessment of financial situations before you go to buy, make sure you mention Vlad, and don't come to me if you haven't at least got your finances sorted out because you're going to end up like budget to buy, the Jipo guy that comes over to 75 opens and he still hasn't bought. Nothing, not not good enough, brother. Not good enough. I, I've got budget 1.3. I need seven-bedroom house with water views. Okay, you better move to Indonesia, bro, because at the moment, the only water views you're going to be seeing is the, the fish pond at the front of this house, and it's not even a pond. It's just a little area that... The neighbors were doing burnouts with their bikes and now because it rained, it filled up and someone put a goldfish in there. Accountant, same office, do the whole thing, Orange Legal Group on Facebook, www.orangelegalgroup.com.au or call them on 03-8317-1070, Let's get a rap. I was reading the Google today, bro, like looking at news, this, that. I think I may have been on Instagram, bro. So I read Kim Jong-un, I think his name is, some guy with a flat top looking like a sous chef from Sokyo or from Nobu, North Korean dictator, and he goes, he's banning skinny jeans in the country. Now, I don't know if it's true because nothing that comes out in North Korea is true. You don't can't trust anything, bro. These guys are mad communists and they they twist everything. It's not like America doesn't twist it. Everyone twists it, but definitely North Korea's twister. 
Now, I was reading that and I was just thinking the world that we live in currently, we've got one side divided on half of the people don't believe in COVID, the other half believe in COVID. And then there's people that believe in vaccines, they don't believe in vaccines. And then there's just the headline of Kim Jong-un saying, don't wear tight jeans anymore. Now, good luck to you, bro. Like if you if you if you're a dickhead, a dictator of that country and you want to tell people don't wear tight jeans, what are you gonna do for the fat people? You better go and buy seven meters worth of jean material and make sure that they come out like kippers because a regular fat bloke is making a regular jean look skinny. I know what it's like when I was driving a courier, bro, and I was hitting 120. I'll just put on a size of 40 jeans, bro, and they'll they'll slim fit instantly. As soon as I chuck them on, bro, I'm like coming out looking like Kim Kardashian, bro, down the, the red carpet, bro. With a pair of, I look like some punk rocker from England, from Oxford. I might be not from Oxford, Manchester. And you can't stop that, Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un cool, they should call him, bro. Why do you want to walk around with baggy pants, bro? That's the other thing. I've rocked it in my 30s. I started rocking tight jeans in my mid-20s. I kept them rocking till now. Now, I've seen some of the young people, they're coming out with, like, baggy jeans. You're trying to look like my uncle Zhivko. That doesn't work, bro. He's had those jeans from the 70s or the 80s. He just hasn't changed them. It's not like he's funky. Now, you all guys are looking to – it's just trying to change it. Nothing is going to beat a slim jean. It's simple as that. Coming out with a baggy jean, you just look like you're trying hard. A slim jean is the way it should be. And North Korea – is the uncoolest country run by a guy called Kim Jong Uncool. And that's not uncool, uncool. And that's why he's banned them. He's probably seen a couple of civilians. He goes, no, bro, it stays, man. Look at that little machine, bro. And one of his, they're all blokes, goes to him, he's gone, you're right. That's capitalism, bro. That, yeah, you're right. We can't wear tight jeans. Get rid of that. Make it a law. So anyone walking around with a little bit of ass crevice showing or a little tuck of the hamstring up near the ass crevice, that's it. Throw them in the pit, bro. You're gone. And I was thinking to myself, what's the world come to, bro? Like we've got science. you got some guy called Neil the Smoke the Grass Tyson on Joe Rogan talking about science in, in going out into Mars, populating Mars, you got electric cars, you got a telephone that can stay on for four days, and this guy's worried about genes. That's that's why I don't believe in the bullshit. And Kim Jong-un cool, if you're gonna listen here, bro, get rid of your ideology, bro. And the the flat top hairstyle stopped when the Van Dam Van Damme movie stopped, bro. Like the flat top hairstyle was your token Asian person that Van Damme used to kick the shit of in the nineties. What are you still doing now, Rocky? It's 2021, bro. Like, it's over. Throw a bit of length. Get a get a little blonde streak in there. Even though when your hair's that black, it doesn't go straight. It goes orange. doesn't really matter. Not being racist. That's just the truth. Unless you soak it in bleach for seven days straight. I've seen it. I surf with some Asian people. They want to be Aussies. It just comes out orange. It's like a wog can't look Aussie because his nose is huge. You're never going to do it. So... Just accept it, bro. And that's what it is. Kim Jong-un, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, but I hope you are. Good luck to you if you are. I'm not afraid of you unless you bomb me. Anyway, talking about bombing, bro, I went surfing the last few days. I haven't surfed this reef 
out like in I bodyboard by the way, so it's bodyboarding, you're laying down, doesn't really matter, still surfing a wave. And uh, I was surfing this wave in the area. It's renowned for like being super shallow, being super sharp. And I was out there with my mate. It was pretty big swell. Oh, Jesus Christ. I thought to myself, bro, take it easy. You got a couple of kids. I'm watching this. The thing is you get older, bro, like you start tripping out over shit that you would never trip out of before. Like I was in the surf. My neck was tight, like probably because I sleep in four different bedrooms a night, okay? My house is like I'm like a hooker, a prostitute. Now, I'm not going to apologize for that. I don't care. So I go from bed to bed to bed to bed. And that's it. I put my daughter to bed, I sleep in her bed. I go back to the bed, our bed, one of the misses. She gets up, she leaves because she's got to tend to the little guy. Then I go over to the couch. She brings the little guy to her bed, which is our bed. Then when I come back, she goes, get out of here. So I go to my son's room, which is a spare bed over there. So I sleep in that bed. And then at the end of the night, I'm on the floor somehow hugging my daughter. And I wake up with a neck that's stiffer than a porn star's neck. So I I was out in the surf with my mate. I'm paddling, duck diving these four-meter waves. I'm thinking to myself, this is catastrophe, bro. Like, what's going on? Like, I, I'm stunned tripping out over shit that I never would trip out before. Like, I would take off on waves, you know. Three meters, go. Four meters, Maybe not, but let's at least consider it. Now two meters, I'm freaking out. I'm going, bro, if I hit the reef, I could break my neck in a wheelchair like the Superman guy, Christopher Reed, and then I'm I'm there walking around charging batteries. I can't go upstairs. This is catastrophe. I start well, – that's how my head thinks, and it's not a good idea, but as you get older and more responsibilities fill your plate, you start being a little less haphazard about your decision-making, you decide not to go out with Dimche because Dimche wants to go out to try not to come home. This guy wants to go out to like, if I die, I die. If he dies, he dies. Like Ivan Drago from Rocky Four. But now I was like seeing these waves coming. Anyway, this proper three-meter wave comes at me, bro. I go, all right, I'm taking off. My mate calls, go, 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 go. I take off on this thing. Now it's deep, it's shallow reef. Okay, comes from deep water, shallow reef underneath. I, bo- I go to the bottom of it, I turn, I start going through it, it starts tubing. I start hammering through, I'm going, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it. Something hits me, I flip over, I hit the reef. As hard as you could imagine, straight on the gus, on my hip, on my ass. Now, the pain 10 years ago wasn't like this. It was a different level of pain. This pain was like I got punched in the head by Tychomycin. I go, what is that? Bro, I laid in the water, in the deep water in the channel, on my back for about seven minutes just trying to rekindle my thoughts. I'm thinking, what is this? I've got 15-year-old guys paddling around me going, are you all right, man? I go, yeah, 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 all right, bro. Totally fine. Just... um. Just chilling out, bro. Just enjoying the weather. Trying not to be a, like a little pussy. But on the inside, I'm, I'm in pain beyond belief. But we're sitting out there, bro, and this pot of dolphins comes through. Now, 
at, when you know there's a pot of dolphins, you're like, oh, that's dolphins, there's no sharks. That's all right because sharks don't like dolphins. And then this one dolphin came within two metres away from me. I screamed like a little bitch. <laughs> like a little bitch. I freaked out. Everyone looked at me. I go, <laughs> all right. All right, question time. From the gladiators, what do we got here today? All right, the husky gentleman. The husky gentleman asks, what's the one thing you couldn't do without? That's a big question, bro. One thing. Well, oxygen. Well, I can't do without oxygen. Food, water. Like, all right, let's, we're, we're going to get deep. Now, obviously, let's take family, my kids, my wife, income, house, health. Let's just take that all as red. Like, we, we already know that that's, that's what's going to happen, but... What's one thing, bro, that I can't do without? Oh, I'm going to couple a few things, bro. I'm a hobbies guy. I love hobbies, bro. I love friendships. I love hobbies. So if I can't do without something, it's going to be surfing. I can't do without the ocean. I get more and more angrier and rigid the less that I'm in the ocean. I need to get lick the ocean. I need to lick rivers. I need to be in the water. I'm a water guy. I'm a water sign. I'm a water person. I am flowing, bro. I'm a flowing type of creature. I adapt and flow with the environment. That's who I am, bro. I'm not a rigid, stiff log that just can't adapt to things. I adapt to everything, and that's just who I am. That's in the character, but it's got to be surfing, bro. When I married the missus, she goes to me, I love you so much. I want to stay with you forever and ever and eternity. I go, not eternity. We'll cap it at life. Like that's what it says in the in the curriculum here, in the signage that I've put together in the contract that priest has got here. He's half pissed. And she goes, no, 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 eternity. I go, babe, when we finish off this contract, I'm going surfing for the next life. That's it. Like Kelly Slater. I'm just going to go catch waves. Go left with Hawaiian girls on the beach, this, that. She got cut. She was like, what? Who's that bitch? I go, you know, bro, like it's another lifetime, bro. If we're getting reincarnated, pupils dilated, like Tupac said, we're gonna, I'm going to go left in the surf life. So she already took me for eternity. She goes, no, 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 I want eternity. You got to say eternity. So I said, all right, eternity. So if it's eternity, what's one thing I can't live without? I need surf, bro. That's why I'll never move in land. That's why I'll never move to a country that's landlocked. I can't move into Utah. I've got to be near the coast. I need to go out there, catch waves, catch barrels. I'm like Crush, the turtle from, from Finding Nemo. Finding Dimo, my mate, bro, after he's had 15 drinks and he disappears in the bathroom for an hour and a half. But that's probably what it is, bro. Apart from that, I would say friendships, having friends, and uh, music. Music is without doubt top three. So apart from, oh, you know, your standard stuff, family, this, that, it's got to be surfing, music. I'll put music second, all right, because mates will do my head in, and then I'll put friendships after that. And the friendships are obviously important to me, bro, but there's nothing more important than catching barrels to me. Like, I don't care. I've taken my missus to the Cook Islands, to Hawaii, Fiji. The moment we land there, I just go, where's the hotel? To the taxi driver. He takes us there. I take my board out of the bag and I go, I'll catch you later. 
She goes, where are you going? I go, I'm going to do the most important thing. And I'll go straight out into the ocean and find barrels. That's it. I'm an addict. I love it. And that's what's the most important. The husky gentleman, the ocean, bro, most important thing to me, bro. Thanks for the question. Angel Grove Collectibles. Have a look at their website, bro, this week. They've got some new stuff from the Bam Presto Globals. They've got all the, oh, this is all right, this one. Transformers, bro. Transformers were the best thing when I was, is that Transformers? No, it's Power Rangers. Looks like Transformers. Avengers, Infinity Saga, Captain America. Spider-Man, I love Spider-Man. My daughter loves Spider-Man. She goes, can I be Spider-Girl? I go, there's no such thing. Yeah, I need Spider-Girl. Ah, well, there's no such thing. Like I'm delivering just straight reality to her at the age of three and a half, but doesn't matter. AngelGroveCollectibles.com, official band Presto partner store. You must hit them up for any toys and collectibles, especially if you've got like some type of history in watching these type of things from America, bro. People love it. Why? Because it's a, it's a, a hero's journey, bro. What are you going to say? It's... That's what it is. We love these guys because they're heroes, bro. I'm not talking about be a hero, bro, wearing Balenciaga shoes down at, at the nightclub, at Bond nightclub, walking around and then you walk into your mum's granny flat. I'm talking about being a real hero, bro. Power Rangers, Dragon Ball, Digimon, Pokemon, to- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Demon Slayer, One Piece, Naruto, all of the all the anime stuff. They're the band Presto partners, bro. And any Vladiators that are into this stuff, you're going to hit them up for 10% off, bro. The code is VLAD, V-L-A-D, simple as that. Vlad, they've been around since 2016. Phil is obviously a passionate person involved in this type of nostalgia and 90s, kind of 90s, 80s, 90s, 2000s TV shows and and all of the the cartoons and stuff. But they've got the the actual... The high-quality stuff. I told you before that they sent me a care package, bro. I lost it. Even now, my son's playing with it. My daughter's playing with it for a while now. My son's playing. He's with Leonardo. He's got swords flying left, right, and centers. AngelGroveCollectibles.com. And they're getting married, so they've got sales on. On Facebook, they're slash Angel Grove Collectibles. On Instagram, they're slash Angel Grove Collectibles as well. Hit them up, man, and make sure you put in Vlad to get yourself 10% off. Angel Grove Collectibles, they're supporters, supporters that support the podcast, bro. Simple as that. Make some orders. They've already had a few orders from us. We need more, and we need more, and we need more. Let's go left. Question number 10, Michael Velkovsky underscore. Michael Velkovsky, what made you pursue a career in ramp stitch and plugging chitch? Bro, I'll tell you straight, bro. I was a courier for a while. I was a lost cat, lost dog. Doing courier is no good, bro. I throw a gut on. I'm drinking long necks of beer on my lunch break. I'm miserable. People are telling me what to do. I hated it, bro. I had no autonomy. He was yelling at me while I was having a Guzman and Guzman burrito at lunchtime. What are you doing, man? Why aren't you delivering parcels? Why aren't you delivering some shoes from the iconic to some smug receptionist? Huh? Hey, why are you driving, bro? That's the problem. That's why couriers throw a gut on. They get all fat and frustrated because they're driving through hungry yaks, getting grilled burgers, this, that. I don't want to live like that, bro. I had a, a, what do they call it? That existential crisis, bro. I didn't want to live like that. Listening to someone, I want. I don't want a salary cap either, bro. I'm an entrepreneur. And I thought, what am I going to do, bro? 
So my cousin goes to me, bro, you got to get into real estate. You got the gift of the gabba, bro. You obviously can rap. So I was like getting off toll tickets for free, chatting out. This is back in the day when there was tolls before there was machines over there beeping this, that on those little swipe cards you got. I'm talking about back in the day, bro. And I go, you're right, bro. I got a rap station plug. And real estate gives you the freedom, bro. You can get into work when you want once you've got a momentum, not before. You got a door knock. You got to get in early. You got a looky Mac, wear socks. Make sure that you're not got a beard on you, look like a half bikey, half bouncer. That doesn't work either. And don't buy a Ford. I did have a shit car for a while, but then once you get into the Audi, respect, bro. People turn you, you can park your car into the driveway of the owner's house and he won't be offended. You drive in there, go, he comes home after work, he goes, who the f has parked in my driveway, bro? And he sees it's Audi, usually shredded, S class, and he goes, that's all right, I'll park across the road. It's probably the agent. And you've parked kind of sideways in the driveway just to irritate him, but also a statement. And when you walk in, keys straight on the countertop. Who am I, bro? Look at me, bro. Suit, $300 suit, bond socks, bonds undies that your mum bought you for your 30th. And you're out there to rap. And then you talk to the neighbours, you start making commission checks, you get married, you buy a property, you buy an investment, you have kids, you go left, you travel the world, and you got freedom, bro. You can you can stop work when you want. You can go have a surf on your lunch break. That's why I rap, stitch, and plug. Because I can't work normally. You can't give me a normal job like an accountant or chartered guy. Like a real estate agent used to be the influencer back in the day. Now influencers have got the life. They literally sit around filming themselves while they get their assholes bleached. Bleached that. And you got these people, I've watched them, man. Their boyfriend's filming them. He's got those ring lights and, and she's singing a Justin Timberland song. And then she's getting paid cash for that. Real estate agents were the influencers back in the day. It's a guy that cannot handle the job, nine to five, has no self-discipline, has no tertiary, tertiary education, has no university skills. And he just goes, what can I do to get paid instead of, drug dealing or going as a courier and you go, bro, just go into real estate. All right, what do I need to get in? Nothing. A suit. Okay. And then you get into there. And then once you get in there, you start free falling and flailing around because you realize how hard it is. But if you get good at it and you follow the 10 strategies of success, Audi, stay shredded, hairstyle, suit, socks, tan beyond belief, etc. Don't be smug, etc. etc. Read them up. You've got them on my website. You can see them, Facebook, Instagram. Then all of a sudden, the floodgates open. You can start making a regular 80000 a year, up to 800000 up to you, up to your own decisions. So that's why I got into real estate, bro, because it provided a lifestyle where I wasn't getting choked out by some twit of a manager telling me what to do because I can't be controlled, bro. I'm like an out-of-a-controlled idiot that's got a high level of strategies out there to deploy on the world like Gary Canavee. So that's why I went to real estate, bro. That's the answer. Simple answer. Freedom. Hello, visual energy. Visual energy. Visual energy, bro. They came through on the wedding, bro. I told you. They printed off some stuff for me. Now, I'll tell you a quick story of what happened because this wasn't in last week's podcast. Visual energy came through last minute to print off a big A2 
like kind of mural of my son. Not a mural. That's 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 actually a wrong word. What is it? A poster, canvas, whatever. So my missus on the Thursday, which I said last week, she goes, I need to take a photo of our kid. Hurry up, this, that. Get it done by tomorrow. Now, that's unrealistic. But that's just how missuses work. They just go, not all of them, but my one does. She goes, just drops it on me and she goes, get it done. You got 24 hours, otherwise you're toast. So visual energy. Hello, Svetlana. Hello. Uh, Oh, yeah, I got you now. Yes, I'll take that order. Not between one and two. Sorry, I'm going to get a wax. Not me, my husband. Back, what is it? Back crack and sack. We're going down the coast this weekend to Huskisson, and I want him to look immaculate. I'm not going to get him a spray tan because he's going to. I'm going to get him to sit on the beach for four hours a day and make sure that he's lathered up with some type of oils. Anyway, Svet took the order, and then these guys delivered it to me the next day. The next day, so Visual Energy hit me up with two beautiful prints. They put it on some composite, hard, heavy black frames. Now it's just like this black, shiny piece of wood or card or like corkboard or something. I don't know what it was, right? But it was heavy. When they delivered it to me, it was heavy. I've taken it, I've unwrapped the bubble wrap that they've given to me, everything. I've thrown it in my boot on the parcel tray. That thing that you pull out that sits on top. Like so I had a, a wet surfboard underneath, a wetsuit, this, that. I didn't want to put on that. So I put it on the top. Now I've parked my car. My street's got a little hill to it. So my car's on the street because I knew my missus had the kids, so I left it out of the single driveway so she can drive in, consider it, empathetic, this, that. She can drive in and she can pull the kids out. I've parked on the street. Now, the missus comes home. How are you, baby? How are you? Is the dinner ready, this, that? I go, I've been rapping all day, bro. The local Thai restaurant's going to have dinner ready for you. Oh, yeah, no, no worries. No worries. Okay. Oh, by the way, did you get the prints done? I go, you wouldn't believe it, but visualenergy.com, visual energy signs, rather.com came through with the goods. Info at visualenergysigns.com came through with the goods. She goes, no way, who are they? I go, I've only done 39 episodes. Speaking about Svetlana, Dunkin' Kingston biscuits in the Nest Cafe, that, that's okay. You haven't heard anything. She goes, I don't even know who Svetlana is. Who is that? I go, oh. I told you the digital printing, shop front signage, vehicle graphics, laser cutting, light boxes, statutory signing, servicing the Sydney, Southern Highlands, Inuwari area. I told you. They're a team of signwriters, graphic designers, installers, taking on projects of all sizes in 2001. She goes, I've never heard of them before. I go, at least you're interested in my business. That's, that's all I'm proud of, that my missus is totally entrenched into what I'm doing, building empires here on the side. That's paying for mortgages, whatever, doesn't matter. She goes, okay, sounds like a nice lady. What did she print off? I go, not her, bro. Visual Energy Science did it. She goes, okay, all right, whatever. I go, not whatever. She goes, show me. So like a hero... I just go, Audi, open boot. Now, I was 25 metres away and I hit the boot open. The boot flings open. I look at my missus, I go, give me a second, wait here on the front balcony. All I hear is... I go, oh, what the hell was that, bro? I look out into the distance, bro. It's dark and it occurs to me that these pictures that I have been desperately trying to get printed in urgent time have slid out of the boot 
and fallen onto the thick asphalt with the blue metal rocks in it. I go out, I start running, bro, running for the car. As I run towards the boot, the boot's open, I'm looking down, I take a step onto the asphalt. It's not the asphalt. I stepped onto the back of the photos and just here. They've slid across the asphalt while I've put my fat foot on them. They've slid. Now, I'm thinking I'm finished. I'm finished now. The only thing was that there was two photos Thanks to Daniel D'Astasio, because I sent him one. I sent him two pictures, and I go, you pick one. We don't care which one. But because he's a mad dog, he threw both of them at me. And it was only because he threw both of them at me that one survived. The one that was on the bottom was more scratched up than Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon when he was in that, in that garage getting bashed up and left, right, and center. He's got more scars than Scarface. And then I flipped that one over. I've looked at it. I just started crying, bro. I go, it's over. But then it occurred to me that the second one was underneath. And I looked at that one. Perfect. Visual energy signs. That's all I got to say. Visualenergyscience.com, bro. What a plug, bro. That's it. That's the Christine episode 40, bro. The missus is waiting for me to go home to get left. I'm excited, bro. I'm going to order something to eat, some Thai food. I'm going to go watch 101 Dalmatians with the little one. And then after she goes to sleep, see you later. God love you. Have a good one. I'll see you next week. Peace that. Every